welcome to the BCHL podcast, our very first for the 2018-19 season. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and we have three guests for you this week. But we first start out on a bit of a serious note, as one of our league alums is going through a cancer battle, and the hockey world is rallying to support him. Wade McLeod, a former Merritt Centennial standout, is about to undergo his fourth surgery in five years, and friends have set up a GoFundMe account in support of his family. You can check the recent BCHL Twitter feed for details on how to contribute. Speaking of Twitter, we have changed all of the BCHL social media handles to at GoBCHL. That's for Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So next time you're on social media, remember it's at GoBCHL. On with the show now and into our first interview segment as Jesse Adamson caught up with Chilliwack Chiefs head coach and defending national champion Brian Maloney. With the RBC Cup going right to the end of May, there wasn't too much time to get prepped for this season, but Maloney and his coaching staff were busy on the recruiting trail and are ready to get to work for the 2018-19 campaign. No doubt it's, uh, it's been a quick turnaround for sure, Jesse. It's, uh, um, we didn't have too much time to celebrate. Um, there's been uh, a lot of turnover here and a lot of new faces coming in, and we had to get out and get on the, get on the phones and uh, get out there and uh, start recruiting for, for this year so and not only that for for down the for down the uh, years down the down the road here so uh it's like you said it's big big turnaround for us here in Chilliwack uh, a lot of new faces but uh, it's been fun getting after it and getting to know a lot of these new guys and they're all they're all in now and uh, we're, we're hard at it uh just take me back to last year for a second what that was such a unique situation you taking over so late in the season and then going on to to win the national championship at home, what was that experience like for you? Well, you know, I don't really have too much time to uh, to think about it, Jesse. It's we, you know, I wasn't. Uh, I know it's. Uh, I didn't have the head coaching title, but uh, I had a good relationship with this group, uh, working with them throughout the year, and a lot of one-on-one conversations with the kid, with the kids, and then um, having that, you know, that big transition for me taking over the over the reins um you know it's kind of just a more of a permanent voice rather than uh on a one-on-one level so um it, it was uh we always felt like we had the talent to uh be special to be a special team it was just kind of getting them to to believe that and getting them to buy into you know there's certain roles and what they're good at as an individual and um, there's a lot of uh conversations with the six weeks leading up to the tournament and um and right down to the wire, there was lots of uh, lots of uh, conversations having right up to the first TV t- timeout where it started to go a little bit south on us. Um, you know, we looked like we were heading back to our um, to our you know bad habits and everything that we were doing. So it's just uh, how to get them to pull pull the, pull it back in and and realize that uh, they put the hard work in leading up to the tournament and they deserved uh, the, the result. Um, now that you had a chance, uh, you're going through preseason training camp. Do you think that you'll be able to kind of put your own stamp uh, on the team compared to when you took over last year, and maybe implement your your style of play a little bit more? Yeah, you bet. And that's that's probably been the hardest thing. It's uh, there's a lot of fantastic hockey players out there, but um, you know we're we're looking for specific individuals that um, you know fit the mold that we're looking for here in Chilliwack, and we're trying to build a culture here. Uh, it's not just Typically, you know, what you're doing on the ice, it's kind of what you're doing off the ice as well. We feel like that results into good things, and um, we're trying to prepare these kids to move, move them on to 
college. So, um, you know, there's a whole whole uh, bunch of variables that come into play when, you know, as you move on as a player, you know, are you on time at school? Are you, how hard are you working out? Are you sleeping properly? Are you eating properly? Uh, there's a lot of conversations we have with these kids um, coming into our camp. So we feel like we've got a good grasp of, um, you know, that that style of player, that person that, that that's in Shellock that's going to make a Shellock chief. So, um, you know, we had a our whole mindset was we had to go a lot younger and, and create a bit of a culture here first, and and then uh, it'll roll over and uh, it almost uh, they'll almost hold each other accountable because um, you know these kids that are coming in they they'll know what it takes to be a Chilliwack chief. Uh, you mentioned the turnover that you guys have from last year, but you you still do have a few guys returning. Um, will will those guys in the team kind of be able to rely on the experience from last year, or is that kind of out the window and fresh start, new team? Well, I don't think anytime you anytime you win and you win uh, on the big stage, it's, you know that experience isn't going to be thrown out the window by any means. But you're you're always going to have that, and that's you know they're going to take that with them. But that being said, these kids uh, still need a lot of uh, coaching and teaching under their belts. You know, we have we have a lot of um, great returning players with a, a lot of uh, potential with them, but we felt that um, these kids, you know, weren't even close to maximizing their potential. Um, we wanted to, um, we felt like they um, needed a lot of coaching in other areas, not just uh, um, in specific um, situations. So. Um, it's all new for them as well. They're they're more of a calming uh, influence to be around because they're they're familiar of the the town and the, their billets and um, you know myself and and Cam Keith being on helping me out through the, the RBC Cup. So um, yeah, so they'll bring that side of things. But it's all new here. It's a totally different mindset when you walk into the Prospera Center. It's uh, these guys are. Um, we feel like maybe a little more focused um, than they were in the past, and you know, our practices are a little different. Our training schedule is a, little, a lot different, and um, they're starting to buy in right away. Uh, both of your goalies were outstanding in the RBC Cup last year. Uh, Daniel Chenard was was kind of a breakout player in that tournament. Um, both of them are supposed to be on the roster this year. What does it do for a team to know they have a couple of guys from the start that they can rely on so heavily? talk about a calming influence that these goalies are, are just that um, they're young goalies but they have experience now so um, we stuck through them throughout the year you know everyone was uh, kind of on on myself and the, the former coach here and, and talking about trying to um, you know bring in maybe a 20 year old or someone experience uh, to win the RBC Cup we, we stuck with them and, and we had full um, confidence in, in, in them being able to win an RBC Cup with them, so um, obviously having them both back is uh, only that much uh, better for us. Especially as, like I said, we're, we're going to be a young team, and there's a lot of um, you know bad habits that we're going to have to break. Uh, that usually comes with every uh, player that comes in uh, new into this league, and, and we might start the year off in our defensive zone more than we like. <laughs> but uh, obviously having uh, um, the goaltenders in the pipes that uh, have that calming influence and uh, just know that they can, you know, they'll, they'll definitely get that first save. Thanks to Jesse Adamson for getting us that interview with Chilliwack Chiefs head coach Brian Maloney. The Chiefs' season starts September 7th on the road in Prince George. If you want to catch BCHL action this season, make sure to get your 2018 19 season pass on Hockey TV. 
If you're catching this podcast in time, you can get $50 off your season pass if you sign up by August 31st. In our next interview segment, Merritt Centennial's play-by-play man, Jared Thomas, sat down with returning forward Nick Wicks, who recently committed to an NCAA future at the University of Alaska Anchorage. They started off discussing how the decision came together. Uh, it started uh, actually last year. I talked to uh, both assistant coaches who were uh, Division three coaches at the time. And uh, this summer, they both ended up coaching for uh, the University of Alaska Anchorage. I had spoken with both of them. And uh, they asked me if I would like, come up for an official visit, which I did. I went there. I fell in love with the place. And uh, I decided, my family and I decided that was a good fit for me. And I decided I wanted to attend school there. So you're going to Alaska Anchorage next season. Were there any outside factors involved in the decision? I know former teammate and friend Zach Cord is there. Did he play a factor at all? Uh, yeah, I'd say. I mean, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, another three years of school with him will be a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully we'll get to play together. So Matt Curley is the new head coach of the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves. He was named uh, during the offseason. You said you already kind of had contact with him when he was working with other uh, universities. What's your relationship been like with him? Uh, I actually had spoken just to the assistant coaches who were with other universities, but I did talk to Matt uh, during the summer. And uh, I know he's a great guy, and we uh, talked to him a lot on my visit and over the phone, and uh, I'm excited to get up there and uh, be coached by him. So moving away from the look ahead now to what's at hand, you just wrapped up camp with the Merritt Centennials. I've gotten into a couple exhibition games. How are you feeling about the Centennials overall this season after your first week with the team? Uh, I'm very confident with their team. Uh, I know it's just a start, but uh, from the returning guys coming back, uh, I know they've really improved. And to the new guys, I can see that they've got a lot of potential and they look great so far. So I'm really excited for our season and uh, really confident in every player right now. So as we mentioned, Zach Court, he was kind of your running mate last year. Are you hoping to build some similar chemistry with a player this year? Who would you say that might be? Um, yeah, definitely. We had a great chemistry, and we played together a lot. So I'm definitely looking for something similar. I've been playing with uh, Nick Granowicz a lot uh, through camp and a couple exhibition games, and I feel like uh, we've developed a little bit of chemistry, but there's still, uh, still some more steps to come. So finally, Nick, it's your final year in the BCHL. Last year, you finished second on the team in points. What are your goals personally in your final BCHL season? Uh, yeah, points are definitely uh, something to look at. But uh, personally, I think I want to be uh, a leader to a lot of the younger players on the team. I want them to be able to approach me with anything. And I want anyone on the team to be able to approach me with anything. And uh, definitely being a leader is one of my uh, one of my personal goals, and hopefully I can help out a lot of the guys that way with uh, the experience I have in my two years in the BCHL. A big thank you to Jared Thomas for that interview with Merit forward Nick Wicks. In our final segment on the podcast, we go to the broadcast booth for a chat with Powell River Kings voice Alex Ronsley. In addition to play-by-play, Alex is largely responsible for the Kings' efforts on social media and has provided a great deal of behind-the-scenes content already during training camp. We started off discussing how the Kings organization makes it all happen. It's a team effort. I mean, it's, uh, you know, a lot of it is is me, and then that's my responsibility. But, you know, I don't do it without some help from, from a guy like Zach Evans, who is amazing with, with our researching and is contributing a lot to our social media, particularly with 
the uh, the alumni section. A lot of the alumni updates, probably 85, 90% of the alumni updates you, you see on our website and our social media is is directly Zach. Um, so he's done a fantastic job. Uh, we're also bringing in a guy named Sean Garvey who's controlling our big screen and he'll be responsible for creating a lot of the highlight reels that you'll see uh, this upcoming season. Uh, the, the big thing for us uh, this season is, is hardly new, but it's just been a, a big focus on Instagram. Um, you know, here in Powell River, Facebook is very popular and I think we have a, a very good presence on that platform. Uh, Twitter, not so much. I'm, I'm big on Twitter personally, but, um, you know, not too much in town. Uh, there's not too many active tweeters in town. Uh, but Instagram is huge, and it's something that I hadn't really dabbled in too much personally uh, before this coming season, and uh, we've made a conscious effort to, to try and create more content. And, and the exhibition weekend, we did a pretty uh, in-depth and pretty developed story through the weekend to give fans a little bit of a behind-the-scenes access uh, to the team, and, and that's something that's you know really well supported by the coaching staff here this season to, to lift the, the veil and to, to pierce the bubble a little bit on, on what goes on with the team on a day-to-day basis and and the more content the more information that we can provide fans the more i think they feel part of the team and, and the more invested they become and hopefully at the end of the day that translates into things like more ticket sales and and you know more money coming into the team and, and tangible ways to measure the impact that, that social media can have on a community one of the seismic events one of the many ones last year during the bchl season was the dismissal of kent lewis uh longtime head coach of the powell river kings brock sawyer took the reins and actually you know led the kings on a nice playoff run uh but the full-time coach was hired in the offseason tyler Koontz. um how has your uh, relationship begun to develop with him stuff here um i know that ben berard is back he's going to be a leader up front for the kings a goalie tandem returning a mitch adamic and mateo paylor chow is one of the strongest returning tandems i would think what else can you tell us about the way the roster is coming together and maybe some new names to watch for this season well incidentally you mentioned the goaltending tandem and and uh, unfortunately uh it, it uh, at least on paper and and, and won't be uh, the return of mitch adamic and, and mateo paylor chow suffering a, I don't want to say catastrophic, but a longer-term lower body injury shortly before main camp and uh, unfortunately won't be starting the season with the Kings is due to be out anywhere between two and four months. So uh, camp has been a, a battle of the, the backups this year. We've had three uh, come in. It, it 
appears to be uh, Charles Olivier Lepage out of um, Chicoutimi, Quebec, uh, to come in and partner with Mitch Adamic. Although I'm sure the Kings will have some support through uh, an affiliate network, and, and you know, among those would be Cam Stevenson, who sort of not turned the Kings' uh, stretch drive around, but certainly helped kickstart the longest win streak of the season back last year in January when both of uh, Paylor Chow and Adamic went out. So it's been interesting to watch the, the battle of the backups, um, you know, develop over the last few weeks to see, you know, a battle that we really didn't anticipate having. Uh, and, and elsewhere, I think you, you look on the back end, uh, Kings lost a lot. Uh, Andy Stevens traded in the offseason to Sam and Arm, Carmine Buono graduating, Callum Volpe traded to Wellington, winds up in uh, in Chilliwack for this season. So you lose a lot, you return guys like Ben Raffler, Nathan Kelly and Jack Long on the back end, and, and you supplement with a guy like Jaden Lee from Langley, you supplement with a guy like Matt Ricard, who's coming out of prep school in the United States and just skates like the wind, uh, you know, and, and Ben Wozni and others who are coming in for their first year of junior hockey. And up front, you mentioned Ben Barad. I think he's going to be the linchpin on a Kings offense to, to lose guys like Carter Turnbull, Johnny Evans, um, you know, their point production year over year. Uh, you know, Barad, I did the numbers uh, over the weekend. You know, Barad led the team in scoring last year, but, you know, the, the six guys behind him are all gone. Uh, and, you know, it's odd 250-odd points which come out of the lineup which need to be replaced. And I think a lot of that will fall on a guy like Ben Thomas and Kyle Kalamura, their second years in the BCHL. You're going to see a guy like Mitch Williams step up into a bigger role as well. And then the new players coming in. Matt Fawcett is a very uh, small, mobile player. Reminds me a lot of a, a mix between Kirk Keats and Jared Lucas-Savages, who are former Kings from years past. Uh, you're going to see him contribute. You're going to see a guy like Ethan Kimball step up in his second year in the league as well. And, and a player up front who is very, very exciting in exhibition is Christian Warner, Kamenei's younger brother. Uh, you know, he, he's got a different way about him and, and how he goes about his business. He, he created so many chances already, so far in drills in camp and, and in exhibition play and I'm very excited to see how he develops uh, this year so it, it's going to be by committee I don't think we have that one player up front outside of Ben Barad who, who's going to be that potential 30-40 goal guy and it's going to have to be a committee to support Ben um, you know, to push him further and, and, and to push this team beyond where they finished last year and in the Island Division, um, lots of uh, changes, I think, coaching-wise. you got Mike Vandekamp uh, going from Nanaimo to take the reins in Couch and Valley. Uh, obviously, Tyler Koontz getting his feet under him in Powell River. Uh, in Victoria, same coach, but I think there'll be interesting storylines there with Alex Newhook in the 2019 draft ahead. He's expected to go quite high at this point. How do you see the Island Division shaping up? It's, it's, I mean, it's very difficult to say so early. I mean, you mentioned Mike Vandekamp coming into Cowich, and that team has, has nowhere to go but up, and, and I think they will under Mike. You know, Darren Naylor, uh, obviously he took over at the Christmas break last season, but you could argue, you know, his first year with with his team. He was essentially coaching Mike's team in Nanaimo down the stretch drive since, you know, one or two changes here and there. Um, you know, so so it's his guys now and really his first go. Matt Hughes in, in Alberni, he's had a, a year under his belt to kind to get things going and get things moving and uh, you know I think you'll see a good year out of them I, I really think the island division might be one of the most competitive uh, if not the most competitive divisions uh, 
uh, you know, in, in hockey this year. And I think you'll see, you know, unlike previous years, and I certainly hope this is the case, but, you know, previous years you've seen one team drop off pretty much immediately. You know, you've seen Cowichans and, and Albonis over recent years, you know, have those, those, you know, just one or two wins out of their first 10 games and really eliminates a playoff race in the, in the division, you know, come through to December, January, and February. I don't think you'll see that this year. I think you'll see, you know, maybe a two-team breakaway up the top, and then I think you'll see pretty close uh, between three, four, and five. Uh, for Powell River, they fully expect to contend again this year, and, and the desire is there in the team's 30th anniversary season this year to compare, to to take that extra step forward and, and contend for a Fred Page Cup. They got beat by a very good Prince George team last year when Atchie was obviously fully deserving of the Fred Page Cup last season, and uh, I think Powell River thinks that they can go, um, you know, go all the way. There's certainly the, the personnel is here, uh, the dedication is here, the system is here, and, and it's just all about executing. And from a power of perspective, you, you might see them start a little bit slower as this learning process, as this educational process uh, moves on. Uh, but I think you'll see a Kings team get stronger through the year and, and get more and more dangerous as the year rolls on. As for the other division, I mean, you mentioned Victoria and Alex Newhook. I think that's a very interesting uh, scenario and certainly a lot of different options there considering uh, Halifax hosting the Memorial Cup this season. I think that throws a little bit of an extra wrinkle down with the Grizzlies. We'll wait and see what happens there. Um, you know, and, and Cowichan, we saw them during exhibition and they were a very, very strong, very, very physical team. Nothing to be surprised at when it comes to Mike Bandicamp and his coaching style. So it's going to be a fascinating division to watch this year, the Island Division, and I'm very excited to be kind of in the thick of it. That's Powell River Kings broadcaster Alex Ronsley. And thanks again to Jesse Adamson and Jared Thomas for contributing interviews for the show this week. For all the latest news and notes on the BCHL, make sure to get the BCHL app. It's free for Apple and Android devices. And that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>